98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Good morning. You got Ty and Daniel. Good morning, Amber. Uh, we today have monster truck tickets up for grabs at 740. Amber is, uh, I see this all the time in offices where people will, like, it's summertime and uh, the air conditioner is on at work and somebody will get a space heater or something. <laughs> and uh, Amber comes in just like she's gone skiing. <laughs> I did not. Kind of. You're wearing this big thing and... You said it's cold in here, and then you got hot. And I know a lot of people can relate because offices, what for whatever reason during the summer, they do get super cold. It gets ridiculous then, in here. And I know they have to keep the equipment, you know, from overheating and stuff. That's what I've always been told in radio stations is we have to keep it extra cool because of the equipment. I don't buy it, but okay. It's freezing in here. I almost... Every day I wear my big blanket sweater. You guys see me in it. Mm -hmm. That's what I wear every day. Today I forgot it at home, so now I have to wear the big oversized Griffin Communications like weather jacket that the reporters wear when they go out, you know? Like when they go out and report our February weather we yes, have. Yes, that's what I've got on this morning. Right, so. <laughs> I always liked uh, in my career working at the office where they, they lock the thermostat behind that uh, yeah, plastic like, box like nobody else could touch it except one person. That's ridiculous to me. It makes it me mad. That that and uh, so they lock the thermostat like we're children and wouldn't be able to, you know, act reasonably around a thermostat. And then there's the always everywhere I've, I mean, everywhere I've worked in the kitchen, there's a note that says your mom doesn't work here. <laughs> Clean up after yourself. Like that's insulting to me. I don't like an <laughs> office note. I don't like, uh, <laughs> but guys, clearly someone needs it or it would not be there. No, yeah, just somebody is, somebody's on a power trip. Well, we worked at a, a radio station in Myrtle Beach, and in there somebody hit, I think, the office manager, which, which was a disgusting lady, by the way. <laughs> had, wow. Had put, a, uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> had put a note up in the bathroom. It's like, be sure to flush and don't, you know, don't pee on the seat and all that. I'm like, I'm a, a, an adult. I don't need... I don't need this. I don't need an adult telling me how to, or somebody else telling me how to conduct myself in the bathroom. Well, then that note was not for you. It was someone else who clearly does need it. But it, it hurts the, like, I'm insulted by that kind of thing. <laughs> and by the way, if it says something in the bathroom, like, don't pee on the seat, eh, I'm more inclined to, uh... Ty Rogers. Passive aggressive? Like, a little bit, yeah. Stop like, it. Uh, you're not going to tell me what to do. <laughs> now, they don't, um, they don't do that here at Griffin Media. Good morning, David. Good morning, Rob. Um, no disrespect, <laughs> but they do have one. They have one office note here that I don't get exactly. There's a trash can in the hallway mm -hmm. inside the building behind locked doors. You have to have like a, a key. key card to get in yeah. and all that. And it says employee trash on the trash can. All right. Does anybody need that? I don't know that it I've says ever used it. Employee trash. Yeah, it says employee trash. Who else would be using it? Where? The only people in the building are employees. And I was like, I kind of got that. It's a trash can. <laughs> Have y'all not seen this? No. Yeah. It's a big, big orange note, big giant yeah. font. It said employee trash only. Wow. How clueless are we, Tig, that we've just walked past it every day and not seen it? It says employee trash only. Like, so if you're a visitor to the building and you're like, man, I... You gotta wait. I... I have the Starbucks <laughs> cup, but uh, I guess I'll take Sorry. it to my car. Take that to the dump. You don't, you don't <laughs> drop that off in ours. This is for employees only. Go to the dump. <laughs> well, good uh, morning. Uh, one more thing, Ty. Yeah, Remember that guy we used to work with? And he would uh, he was the guy that emptied the trash cans in the studio. Oh, I And if somebody that. threw away a cup with a little bit of soda in it, I swear, every day he'd come in, and he would, uh, before he emptied the trash, he would commiserate the items in the trash. There'd be like a half a can of a Dr. Pepper. Like, now who did that? <laughs> Who did that? He's critical of our trash. <laughs>
He was trash judging. Yeah. This wasn't disgusting trash. This would be just like, you know, paper clips, wadded up paper. Like, mm, who did this? <laughs> <laughs> who did that? Then he got intimidated about what to throw away. That's true. Well, good morning, guys. It's 98.5 <laughs> The Bull. Today, like we said earlier, monster truck tickets at 740. And we continue on. Coming up, we got a little bit of Florida Georgia Line. Matt Stell in there at 612. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Good morning, Amber. Good morning, Ty and Daniel. You had a big weekend, Amber. You told me that you watched that Friends reunion. <laughs> Was that, uh... Yeah, I finally watched it. Um... <laughs> I said nobody's going to watch it, and then apparently everybody watched it. It was fantastic. I know I was way late to the game, but I got to watch it with one of my best friends uh, while we were on vacation, and it was so worth the wait. One of the things that happened, um, James Corden, of course, was hosting it, and he asked the cast at one point, was there anything about the show that you didn't like? Because we've heard nothing but, like, these love stories for one another and all this stuff. Is there anything that you just hated about the show? And David Schwimmer spoke up and said, I mean, I had a little problem with the monkey, honestly. And and he's like, you know, basically what would happen, Marcel the monkey, I don't, surely you, you guys remember Marcel the monkey. He was a little capuchin, and it, he was his pet on the show. And he was on several seasons. Uh, but what would happen is everything was choreographed and done live in real time, so they would, like, do the scene, and then the monkey wouldn't be in a spot where he's supposed to be, and so they'd have to start over. Yeah. And David was like, it just became so difficult over time you know everything was like perfectly choreographed and whatever well apparently the handler uh the trainer for this this monkey there were two of them that played marcel did not like that david schwimmer went on and said these bad things about his monkeys and he is very upset about it wants david schwimmer to apologize now saying that he spoke ill of the dead because one of those monkeys passed away that's a monkey well I mean, I'm an animal lover. I love animals, too, but we're talking about a monkey. And do you think that David knew that one of the monkeys passed away? Probably not. Probably doesn't care. Look, a monkey's not going to be a good actor. Monkey doesn't know what it's doing. <laughs> it's real life to the monkey. He doesn't know he's acting. He doesn't know he's on television. You're right. right. It's a right. monkey. It's just a monkey, right? And by the way, um, <laughs> those little monkeys are cute and all, but monkeys hate us. It's a true story. Have yeah, you ever? Okay, I was, I was watching on um, YouTube the other day, and I guess there's a, a very old lady, like somebody's nana in a wheelchair, and a monkey was at the zoo or whatever, flinging poop like it does, landed right on that lady's face, right on her nose. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I love my grandparents more than anything. If a monkey gets poop on my grandmama, I'm gonna slap it in its face. <laughs> Would you not? No, I, I wouldn't. I was at a zoo also another time. I go to the zoo a lot, and. Uh, <laughs> There was the zookeeper was going to the chimpanzee cage and it had a big the zookeeper had a big thing of cupcakes. And the chimpanzees saw the cupcakes and they were like, you know, all smiling, clapping, like you know, <laughs> doing what monkeys do, try to entice him to give them the cupcakes. So he starts handing out the cupcakes. There's probably about four or five monkeys in there. And the minute the zookeeper ran out of cupcakes, these things went ape. They're like, like shaking the bars, trying to get out and kill this guy. Once they, and they were smart enough to know that when the last cupcake was served, they I wish you guys could have seen it. Had those monkeys been able to get out of the cage, they would have killed the zookeeper and they would have killed every human being in that zoo because they lost their minds. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the... I've had one too many.
Keith Urban and Pink. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Good morning, Amber. We are Tig and Daniel. And we got uh, monster truck tickets coming up at 740. Hey, it's The Bull. Who's this? Shannon. Shannon. So uh, what do we need to know about dating a nurse? We never get off on time. And unless you're bleeding out your eyeballs, we are not going back to work. <laughs> so that means if uh, you were married to Daniel and he felt a little stomach cramp, you're, you're not taking him to the hospital. Like, it has to be severe, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can ask my husband and my kids. They're like, what do you mean? I'm, I'm sick, Mom. No, you're not dying. We're not going. <laughs> yeah, because that's going back to work that's for you. the second person that said, <laughs> yeah, like, we, they never. hate to go back to work. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. They're lighting fireworks, and I'm like, y'all better not get hurt because I'm off duty. Do you find yourself that you're a caretaker at work, and then you get home, have you kind of spent all that or you used all that up, all your reserves? Uh, on a lot of days, yeah. There are a lot of days where I just, I'm done. I'm done. Whoa. So we need to recognize that if we date a nurse that... You're not going to be babied. We're not going to, yeah, we're not, not, not a lot of bedside manner. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm a good caretaker, but I think the biggest thing for my family is I'm never off on time. Never on time. Yeah, that's tough, but uh, I guess that's something we should just get used to if we date a nurse, right? Well, yeah. I mean, if you were the patient and it's 7 o'clock, I'm like, hey, sorry, can't finish this ID. You got to go. Right, yeah. You got to kind of hang out. Well, I appreciate the call. Thanks. Have a great day. Yeah, it's not a job where you can just walk out of Dollar General when your shift's up. I mean, if you're in the middle of something, I guess your family has to understand that Mom's not going to get home at exactly 7 o'clock every night. Yeah, and nurses are on call a lot, too. So even sometimes, unquote, their day off when they're home, they, you know, they can't really let loose and plan things and all that because they have on-call schedules, too. Right. I'm so, surprised they're not really good caretakers at home. Yeah, but that's their gig. I mean, when you get home, you, you work here at the radio station. Do you listen to a lot of music? Yeah, sure, yeah. I okay. mean, not like... I, do I sit there and make hilarious commentary about everything to myself? No. <laughs> hilarious asterisk. Uh, <laughs> hey, good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. Who does? It's just Marcus. Marcus, what's up? So uh, what do we need to know about dating a nurse? Well, um, I'm an RN, and you definitely need to know that uh, a nurse is never going to want to go to the hospital um, for their cells. <laughs> <laughs> if they're sick or if they hurt themselves or whatever, they already have to be there enough during the week. You know, on my days off, that's the last place I'm going to go. You know, it's interesting he says that because we know uh, we work with somebody that's married to a nurse. And this guy, like, he doesn't, he's a hypochondriac, too, that doesn't like <laughs> to go to the doctor. So it's weird he goes to work every day, <laughs> but uh, doesn't like to visit doctors. <laughs> Right, yeah. I, I mean, I've, I've put sutures in myself. Before. Oh, good God. <laughs> Marcus. Marcus, let me ask you a serious question. I want you to be completely honest about this. Uh, you're up there. The rest of you guys are all working together in close uh, quarters. Is there a lot of uh, a lot of romance going on between the uh, nursing staff? Um, <laughs> um Depends on where you go. For me, absolutely not. I'm married. Now, not you, but you know, everybody else. Of course, you would never do that. Yeah, what do you yeah, see out yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is sometimes. Hey, Depends now. on where you go. Do they ever uh, sneak off to one of them waiting rooms? Whoa. <laughs> 
I, um, I played the fifth. Okay. Yeah, like, <laughs> real quiet. He got see, he's sort of stumbling over his words. I was like, yeah, was Marcus, you guys ever? Uh, all you guys ever get together and hook up? He's like, well, I, 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 uh, I, 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 I don't. Ooh. Yeah, I, 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 I so, don't. But I see. I know. <laughs> they got that uh, paper bed in there. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> wow, that's a, Ty. Ty. That's a doctor's Oh, office. okay. Well, wow. Not, we want to know what uh, What do we need to know about dating a nurse? 918-879-9898. 918-879. What are you shaking your head for? They should all be ashamed. You know they're up there. I got a bunch of rabbits. Slow night. It's not Grey's Anatomy. Get it's, out of here. I guarantee you it is. It's like they're all stressed out. They have to spend every hour together. Working that midnight shift. And back in the day, look, listen, back in the day, scrubs weren't that attractive. It was like a big oversized shirt with cats all over it. Now the scrubs look pretty good. Wow, what is wrong with you? I'm just saying. Have you not seen the new scrubs? Scrubs are hot to you? They're fairly attractive. <laughs> Wait, well, compared to when I was a kid, like I said, it was a you know yeah. an oversized muumuu with balloons on it. So now we, it looks good. We want to know. Can we move on, please? Yes, we can. <laughs> we uh, want to know, what do we need to know about dating a nurse? Not one. 15 minutes away from uh, tickets to see here on 98.5 The Bull, the toughest monster truck tour. I remember being a boy and my dad taking me, and I never forgot that. So it's something that I think your kids will always remember. We got that chance in about 15 minutes. Daniel's question this morning. What do we need to know before dating a nurse? Good morning. Who's this? My name is Kathy. Kathy. So what do we need to know about dating a nurse? Well, I am a, a registered nurse, and probably one thing is if you get, you know, several of us together, you may not want to sit with us or sit around us while we're eating because we have absolutely no problem discussing you know, body function and fluids and everything while we're eating. Yeah. <laughs> at, at dinner? It probably grosses out my family sometimes. <laughs> Y'all do that at dinner? Yeah. Sure. Sure. Can I, can I ask <laughs> a, 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 a completely honest question? And uh, Absolutely. Like, this is complete. Like, so let's say that Daniel from the Tig and Daniel show comes in there. Like somebody that okay. might be known in the public. Mm-hmm. a Travis Meyer of the world, and you treat him, are you then going to uh-huh. go tell your buddies what was wrong oh, with Oh, God, no. So you no. really don't do that? No, that's like a HIPAA violation. That's I know a major it's a HIPAA violation. But you can be fined, and you can have to go before the Board of Nursing, get fired. I mean, it is a huge deal. I know that, but wouldn't you go home and tell your husband, who you know isn't going to rat you out? No, that, I mean, I don't know about that because I've been in a yeah. circle of nurses and because uh, we lived in Nashville mm-hmm. and yeah. I would be around a nurse and they'd be like, hey, man, you know, Dirks Bentley came <laughs> in and here's what was going on with him. Don't tell anybody. Are you sure you're telling the yeah. truth? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've taken care of people that, you know, were famous and you just have to be really you just have to be mindful that, you know, eventually you know, if you're not careful, you'll say something in front of somebody or, um, you know, make a comment. And, you know, somebody, it could be really a problem for your for your license. She's, I mean. She wouldn't admit it on live radio, Tig. <laughs> yeah, like, like, <laughs> enough of Tig's hey, silly me. question. Let me ask you a okay. very serious question. I'm a, I'm a huge star in Tulsa. Uh, Daniel here. And uh, say I have to come into the hospital. Is there going to be a giant fist fight over who gets to insert the catheter? <laughs> <laughs> Dear God, Daniel. Well, that depends. Um, if you're at one of the Catholic hospitals, you're probably going to have a male tech do it. 
um, unless you're in an emergency or, um, you know, a trauma, and then it's just whoever's available. I want a blind person to do it for me. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the mo- yeah. Good morning, Shauna. Good morning. Shauna, very important you don't <laughs> smile during this or Tig will poop his pants. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the game is... I'll try my best. The game is uh, Monster Truck or My Little Pony. I'm simply going to give you a name, and you have to tell me if that's a My Little Pony or a Monster Truck. Okay. First up, Shauna, Spike. A uh, Monster Truck. That is a My Little Pony. Aww. Aww. <laughs> um, up next, Troublemaker. That is... Um... That is a monster truck. That is a monster truck. Up next, Filthy Rich. Mm. Filthy Rich. That's got to be a monster truck, too. That is a My Little Pony. No way. (laughs) Apparently, the pony, I don't know how it acquires money or how it counts money with hooves. Kind of Ponzi scheme. Yeah, Filthy Rich. Uh, Up next, Shining Armor. My Little Pony. That is a My Little Pony. And finally, Ice Cream Man. That's a good one. Because I could see that. Well, is a My Little Pony always a a girl or is it sometimes men? No, No, sometimes they're boys. Why are you such a My Little Pony Um, sexist, Ty? I'm just asking questions. (laughs) I'm going to go with a monster truck. Actually, you're right. That is a monster truck. Hey, yes! she did pretty good at that quiz. Well, congratulations. <laughs> you're going to go. Who are you going to take to the show? Because uh, you've got four tickets to the toughest monster truck tour. Uh, me and my kids. How many kids you got? I've only got two, but I'll find somebody else. Oh, so you don't, uh, there's not a man in your life, so uh, you could take a date. Oh, my God, Tig. What? <laughs> yeah, because we always take dates with our kids, Tig. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Could you imagine the wonderful romantic conversation you could have during the Monster Truck Show? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are your hopes and dreams, Will? First of all, like to run, 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 run. <laughs> All right, good point. All right, well, you guys have fun, whoever you take, whoever you don't take. And we're back tomorrow, 740, with more tickets to go to the toughest monster truck tour at BOK in September. Right here on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the... Old Dominion, 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. You got Amber, Tyg, and Daniel. Good morning, guys. It's time for Off the Wall, where we go to a company's Facebook page and we see what crazy people are complaining about. Daniel, this time around. Well, this time it is uh, Subway. Uh, Subway's had quite a bit of, uh, quite a few issues lately. I didn't. I missed this story a few weeks ago, but apparently there was some speculation of whether or not the tuna was actual tuna, so they took this thing to a lab, and they could find zero DNA of actual tuna. <laughs> and so then someone's like, no, 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 it's tuna. Uh, then I think they have a new person there, commercials, Megan. You've been telling me how to pronounce the name all morning, and now you've forgotten. Rapino. Soccer Rapineau, player. Yeah. Anyway, there was some uh, controversy with her. So they've so. been to the news a lot, Subway. A whole lot. It's Subway's, like everybody they hire to talk for that company ends up being controversial for them, yeah, right? Yeah, Subway's like, uh, yeah, 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 this tuna's fake. Forget about that Jared Fogel guy. 
They're trying to do anything to distract from that. Oh, no. Uh, Maryland says on the Subway Facebook wall, very professional, clean. They always greet you with a smile. Cookies are fresh and good, as well as the subs. Stop in and order yourself and family something good. That's a manager of a Subway pretending to be a They need to hire Maryland. They have convenient hours and great parking. (laughs) Uh, Now, Bill says, Subway will not get any more of my money. You made wrong choices. (laughs) All right. Ryan says, why are you getting rid of the chicken breast again? So there's no, so now there's no chicken breast or rotisserie chicken? Guess I won't be going back. Subway Facebook wall. Yes. Sherry says, I want to speak to more than a store manager. Like someone in corporate, please. I have pictures that need to be seen. Oh, wow. Well, if I'm the manager of that subway, I, I hate to see Sherry walking through the door. <laughs> Linda very eloquently said, don't like. (laughs) Jamie says, four footlongs, two chicken tikas, one meatball marinara, and one steak and cheese. Apparently, Jamie thinks you can order by posting on the Subway Facebook wall. I wonder how long he waited before he realized. (laughs) Yeah, he waited for months. When's this sandwich getting here? I'm starving. Martin is over, I think, in England, and there are subways in England. Did you guys know that? Oh, international. Nice. Apparently, people over in England also not a big fan of Subway. Martin says, thank you so much for dropping a voucher booklet through my letterbox. Just visited my local Subway at Burnham-on-the-Sea for a breakfast deal, and they look at you like you're from another planet. Waste of time and straighten the bin with the other rubbish. Wow. TT has a complaint. She says, Subway, this bread a little hard. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, Leticia says, normally a cold cut girl at Subway, but that steak and cheese made me smile. (laughs) So the whole gambit, Subway's had so much trouble. Wait, she's a cold cut girl? Now she is. Oh, she was. She transitioned to. Yeah, that steak and cheese, though, made her smile. (laughs) Got her. It's uh, 806. <laughs> wouldn't you just want to, like, if you worked at Subway in the corporate office, wouldn't you just have to get another job? Like, you cannot catch a break. It's like um, they were riding high there with that Jared guy, and then all of a sudden. Yeah, all hell breaks loose. All downhill from there. And I don't mean downhill for, like, a day or two. It's been downhill for a full uh, decade yeah. now. This guy's showing up with his big pants. Jared. Spiral. He used to be fat and all that. Yeah. Meanwhile, me and Daniel had him on our show one time. Oh, no. It was so bad. And and you can tell the story better than I can, but this Jared from Subway, remember the guy? Yeah. And he uh, used to be like a big boy, and he said he ate Subways, and I made him lose weight. Amber, we didn't know what was going on at the time. Because he's in jail, and he's he's done terrible things. Yeah, Google him. Um, There's a picture somewhere out there of me and Dyke hugged up on Jared. Oh, no. Thumbs up, smiling, and uh, like a nice guy would going on and on about how great he was, and People would ask us, who is the favorite, who's your favorite celebrity you've ha- ever had on the show? Who is the nicest, yes. Nicest. And we would, we've had Tim McGraw and Carrie Underwood and stuff. And we said, you know, weirdly, this guy. It was Jared. And then, yeah. Oh. And then all that stuff comes out. That didn't age well, guys. Yeah, it did not age well. <laughs> Cole Swindell, 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country. Good morning, Amber. You got Ty and Daniel. Did you see? It's brought to you by Hugh McDougal Dentistry. We take a look at what's going on around the world. And normally we know, like, hey, you know, fireworks are dangerous. But I was looking at the the toll on Tulsans with the uh, 4th of July. And I'm seeing this nurse said that people came in hurt by fireworks. And what do you think is the number one firework that hurt people? You would think, like, a big, giant, like, 
I would think bottle rocket. Something like that. Sparklers. 1,200 degrees. They'll just burn you. They'll incinerate you. I could see that because at least with the uh, bottle rocket, it might hit you and then bounce off or something like that. Right. The sparkler, you could hold it and it could... You're holding it six inches. The fire is like right there. And she says that people came in, fellow Tulsans had hands on Friday... And uh, today they don't have hands. Oh my gosh! Jeez, Ty, isn't that's that crazy? Terrible! Wow, what a way to put that. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, did you guys see that? Well, it looks like they're kind of dropping like flies around Britney right now. Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in court, of course, for her conservatorship, and we talked about last week how she finally just had her say with the judge. And a lot of bombshells were dropped during that sort of interaction between she and the judge. In reaction to that, everybody around her is resigning. <laughs> um, her manager, Larry Rudolph, resigned, saying that you know he hadn't even spoken to her in two and a half years because she said you know after her residency that she wanted to take an indefinite work hiatus. Now she's saying she wants to retire, like for good. So he has stepped down. Um, part of the company that was co co-conservator with her dad they have stepped down now saying they don't want to be a part of this at all and now her lawyer who actually she gets along with quite well but she said she just didn't like the fact that she was not ever given the opportunity to choose her own lawyer for herself is now saying he's saying well i'm going to step down too i'm going to give her the opportunity to choose her own lawyer can i play like devil's advocate here yes like and i i I, i'm kind of on britney's side here but if the courts continually say, I mean, these are smart people. They were educated in law. They went to law school. But over and over and over, they keep keeping this conservatorship intact. Is there something that we don't know? The The thing that shocked me, though, was that they're forcing her to take birth control. Not only that, but she has been under this conservatorship now since she was a, a teenager, essentially. I mean... She's never been given the opportunity to prove that she is capable. Therefore, a judge just keeps saying, we don't know that she is capable. So it's easier to keep the conservatorship in place. Than to dismantle it. Yes. There's obviously something going on. I guess we'll, I wonder if we'll ever know what. Like exactly what's happening because I don't we don't really hear from the other side too often, do we? Of yeah. course, because he's not going to incriminate himself, and anything he says can and will be used against him. So he's not going to be outwardly spoken. He doesn't have to be in this situation because he is the one with the upper hand. Sadly, how, how old is she? She's forty. Yes, she's thirty nine. I'm just saying we don't know the other side of it. There's got to be more to this. A judge is not just going to unfairly keep doing this. Something's up, right? They have not. This is the first time she's ever been allowed to speak in court on her own behalf. So all those times before, I mean, they were even choosing the doctors that gave her the medical evaluations for her. It's a weird situation. And these conservatorships are good for like people who are older and don't exactly know what. But I I mean, listen, if Kanye can be in charge of his estate, (laughs) then I'm sorry. Britney Spears should be allowed to be in charge of hers. Kanye is not crazy. I mean, (laughs) No. Enough tomfoolery. Yeah. Did you guys see that uh, somebody on TikTok said they've discovered what Ritz crackers, you know, the scalloped edges, what they're really for? Did y'all see this? What? Mm, no. What is it? What is a Ritz cracker? No. What, is, what are the edges for? According to this person, it's to cut cheeses with. 
Have you ever tried to... Well, you know how difficult it is to cut a piece of mozzarella cheese. You can either, A, gently fold it or get yourself a Ritz cracker. They say the scalloped edges is, are for rolling it out like a pizza cutter. I ain't buying it. That's nah, the dumbest that's thing I've ever crap. heard of. That's, that's something crap. the old Ritz folks are trying to come up with. Yeah, now we're all like thinking about Ritz, and we're like, <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> and finally, there's this. Uh, now there's an article about this very old lady. I think she's 110. We did a story yesterday about a 112-year-old guy in Puerto Rico, and he said his secret to longevity was uh, avoiding hatred and loving others. This lady attributes her old age to uh, Hershey's Kisses. <laughs> all right. She said, I, she said, I wouldn't be able to... To make it without Hershey's Kisses. This story brought to you by Hershey's Kisses, available in fine supermarkets. You think they'll send her a whole bunch of Hershey's Kisses? Yeah, she's trying to yeah. get an endorsement, man. Oh, they better hurry. <laughs> 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care. 